Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast, the incremental anti-diet solution for effective permanent weight loss. Primal Potential is committed to helping you overcome emotional eating, hormonal imbalances, unhealthy habits, and your dieting mindset through education and inspiration. We don't just talk about what you should eat and what you should avoid. We talk strategy. Primal Potential is bridging the gap between knowing and doing. Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hello there. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Thank you so much for spending part of it with me. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton, and I want to take a second before we get started today to just thank you so sincerely for all of the incredible ratings and reviews that you've been leaving for this podcast. It means the world to me um, just to know that I'm helping you, that I'm encouraging you, that I'm empowering you with the information you need so you can reach your fat loss goals and achieve your highest potential because that is what this show is all about. If you haven't yet had a chance to leave a rating and review, I would love it if you would head over to iTunes and do that. And of course, if you're finding the show helpful and informative, share it with a friend. I think we can all agree that there is just so many nutrition myths out there and we have to help people start seeing the truth so that we can make changes in our lives. And today we're going to be talking about some really practical stuff. I've gotten some emails from people saying, you know, I'm learning a lot from your show and I'm understanding kind of what I should eat and when and what I should avoid and why, but how do I get through those tough moments? How do I actually get started and how do I maintain my momentum? These are the types of things that I think will be the difference between success and failure. I hear all the time, probably every day, I don't know where to start or there's so much information. How do I know what's right? Or, you know, I always do all right at breakfast, but I blow it after dinner. And there's a common problem with all of these questions and concerns and challenges. And I'm talking to you. I mean, right now, you listening on your walk, on your treadmill, while you're driving to work, while you're headed home, I'm talking to you. You who are trying to do everything right now, you who are swimming upstream to get to your goals and feeling like it's always a fight. You ready? Here's a tip. You're trying to do too much. I get it. And if we think back to like when we started a new school year, I think most of us were like this even with those types of things, right? You remember that? You get all new school supplies. You commit to doing your homework every night, to not getting behind, to staying on top of your reading, to always giving your best. And for the first few days, everything is better. Your handwriting is even neater. You get organized every month. Your locker is super clean. But fast forward a couple of weeks and you're not even bringing your book to class. You're doing your homework frantically before the bell rings or even more recently than that, right? Even with our work lives, you decide you're going to put in some more effort, right? 
You clean off your desk, you organize your files, you buy a new planner, and you carefully schedule the day. You even dress a little bit sharper. You get to your meetings a couple minutes early. You make a to-do list every night for the next day. But fast forward a few weeks, and you're back to your old ways. Your desk is a mess, you're running late, you can't find the files you need, and you're just doing whatever you can do to get by, and you feel like you're behind again. Motivation will always strike, right? And you'll clean up your act again, but now you're back to your old ways. And that is exactly how so many of us go about any change, including weight loss or changing our diets, right? We clean out the pantry. We trash all the junk food. We make a meal plan. We go spend a couple hundred bucks on new groceries. We buy new workout clothes. We get a gym membership. We make a list of goals. We set our alarm clock a little bit earlier. We tell ourselves we're not going to go out to lunch every day anymore. But fast forward a few weeks and you're back in your stretchy pants eating cheese. It's why you watch Parenthood. That, that happens to so many of us in any area of our life that we try to change or improve. Has that ever happened to you? I bet in one way or another it has, and I would bet that it's happened a dozen or more times. You want to know why that is happening? It's not because you're not motivated, and it's not because you aren't disciplined, and it's not even because of your bad habits or your love of crunchy, salty things. It is because you are trying to do too much. You are taking on too much. And I see this all the time. I've seen it in myself. More recently, I've seen it in my one-on-one coaching clients, right? We get started and they want to know if I'm going to give them a grocery list. No. If I'm going to give them a meal plan. Nope. If I'm going to give them a list of recipes or allowed snacks for the week. Nope. Sure won't. I will not play into the cycle where you want to dress up and play house for a period of intense motivation and skip over the process of creating a fundamental base of allowing you to permanently and your lifestyle. Sorry, Charlie, I don't play that game because I know how it ends and I know it doesn't end well. I don't judge people for wanting those kinds of things. That's the only way they've ever approached change. I get it. That's the way we think. But it doesn't work. It doesn't last. And if it doesn't last, it doesn't work, right? You can't expect to overhaul four, five, six, seven, eight aspects of your lifestyle all at once and have them stick. If it was that easy... We would all be lean, fit athletes with six-figure jobs, paid-off homes, or enter the dream of your choice. It doesn't work that way. And when we try to do it, here's the crazy thing. We're wasting so much valuable energy that we could be using to create lasting, meaningful change. I recommend a much simpler approach. A much simpler approach and it works more effectively and it works over the long term over the long term and the reason i use and believe in this approach is because it allows you to develop new habits habits that will create big change and then build on them when you're ready but only when you're ready and there are two parts to this approach and i'm going to go through them with you today and i'm going to teach you exactly how to do it The first part is to know what is meaningful. Know what your big rocks are. 
We start with one change at a time, but it has to be the right change. It has to be a meaningful change. In one of my early episodes, I think it was episode three, and I'll link to it uh, in the show notes over at primalpotential.com. But in episode three, I talked about the 80-20 rule. This this is a universal truth that demonstrates the fact that 80% of our results come from only 20% of our efforts. And we see this reflected in life all around us all the time, you know, loosely speaking, right? 80-20 being kind of loose number. Sometimes it's 90-10. Look at a garden. 80% of the yield comes from roughly 20% of the plants, right? They carry sort of the production. In sports, 80% of the points will come from 20% or fewer of the players, In our work life, 80% of our workload comes from only 20% of our projects. In our home life, 80% of our stress comes from 20% of the issues or, or functions in our lives, right? And this is true of weight loss and fat loss. 80% of our results will come from only 20% of our efforts. So it is critical that we identify the right 20% before picking our initial starting point and identifying the one thing to tackle first. I'll give you an example. In January, I started working with a new group of coaching clients and I work with them one-on-one. And one of the first things I have them do is a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T. And that stands for an analysis of your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And I wanted them to start to think about what strengths and opportunities they had when it came to embracing permanent lifestyle change and reaching their goals. And just as importantly, if not more importantly, look at their threats and their weaknesses that could potentially hold them back from reaching their goals. And from there, I had them start to make some suggestions about a short-term 12-week goal that they wanted to hit. Now, one of my clients talked about how one of her major weaknesses and something that could really be a threat to her ability to reach her goals is what she called opportunity eating or eating something just because it was there and reacting in the moment to the temptation of cookies at the office or the bread basket when she's out to dinner. And that makes total sense. I could see how that would really be a threat. And then she went on to suggest that maybe a good 12-week goal to start to work towards would be consistently getting 10,000 steps per day. And this turned out to be a great coaching moment because I pointed out that if we focused on 10,000 steps a day, even if we hit that goal, I mean, it's healthy and everything to be moving more, but we wouldn't have done anything to address the opportunity eating, something that was a real threat to her success. So would the 10,000 steps a day really matter if she was still throwing herself off course with the regular opportunity eating? Probably not. So while 10,000 steps a day is great, it probably falls into the 80% of activities that might be good and helpful, but are really not going to be the drivers of results. We had to tap into a goal that was going to be in that powerful 20%, the 20% of activities that give you 80% of your results. We don't need to waste energy on the other 80% of stuff. Why bother? And the threat and the weakness of opportunity eating that she had identified gave us great insight into something that we could pick as one change that would really set her up for success. So we started to think of one thing that we could focus on for a weekly goal that she could begin to do to improve her response to those opportunities to indulge. And one of the first things was just to create a plan. 
She planned out her meals and snacks because that worked for her. Now, that wouldn't work for everybody because not everybody is, you know, a planner or type A, but, but she is. Admittedly, she is. And we didn't add more until that planning felt really comfortable and effortless. And you might think, well, how does planning your meals tap into opportunity eating? Because she wasn't just winging it. She wasn't just like, oh, well, I'll figure out what to do for lunch. She had a plan. So she was less distracted by those little opportunities to indulge because she knew she had a plan. But Also, when you're focusing on just one thing, you're not necessarily tackling that head on because in order to overcome opportunity eating, you might have to change five or six different habits, but we're not going to tackle five or six at once because that's not how you create lasting change. Now, once planning the meals and the snacks felt really comfortable and effortless and she got into a groove with it, then we started more directly attacking uh, the approach of limiting those opportunity eating moments. And so we said, all right, let's limit it to three times per week. So the first time the cookie called her name, she could have the cookie. She could indulge in those moments three times per week. But after that third time, she had to wait for a new week to start. And what that does is it helps you to start to weigh whether or not the indulgence is really worth it, right? The three-month-old Hershey Kiss in somebody's candy bowl probably isn't worth one of your three opportunities for the week, right? And that's just one example. So here's how you can start to figure out what your most impactful changes will be, what activities, what habits fall into your 20%, right? This is how you can do it because for you, it might not be... Uh, anything to do with eating. It might be totally lifestyle-based. So what I want you to do is go through the exercise of completing your own SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T. When it comes to your ability to change your eating habits and change your lifestyle, permanently change, not just for a week or two or a few months, but permanently, what are your strengths? Maybe you're a great planner. Maybe you're great at pumping yourself up and staying motivated. Maybe you love to try new recipes. Look inward and identify those strengths that can support you in this quest to change your eating habits and your lifestyle and get into this effortless fat loss mode. Then identify your weaknesses. Maybe it's your sweet tooth. Maybe it's a medication that you're on that sends your cravings through the roof and makes you feel like you have no control or it makes you really hungry. Maybe you don't believe in yourself. Maybe you don't know how to cook. Maybe that's not something you've done before. Whatever it is, look inward and identify your weaknesses. Next, you're going to take a look at your opportunities. Maybe your spouse is ready to make this change with you, or you have a friend or a sibling who's super supportive. Maybe you have a flexible schedule when the kids are in school, so you can take some time for yourself to really invest in this change in this process. Maybe a recent health scare has totally ignited you with a passion and enthusiasm to change. Maybe you're able to use that as a powerful catalyst. Or maybe you just got a new gym membership or a new gym opened up nearby. And then lastly, I want you to look at your threats. Maybe it's something like lack of time because of your job. Maybe you have a really limited grocery budget, and so you feel like it's a challenge to make good food decisions uh, because of the cost of more expensive, healthier foods. 
Maybe it's food allergies or food preferences or emotional eating or binge eating. Maybe you have a real propensity to follow this all or nothing approach and it throws you off. Be really honest and don't rush through this because the more careful and deliberate you are in looking at this stuff, the more effective your approach will be. So really take the time, sit down and go through this thorough SWOT analysis and trust yourself to be very honest. Don't rush the process. Then when you're looking at your SWOT analysis, look at everything that you've written down as your weaknesses and your threats and pick one or two things that you think have the most potential to hold you back, the biggest danger zones. That is likely where you can have the most impact because You know, if you love to work out and that's something that's really easy for you, focusing on that might be great, but it might not be where you're going to get the biggest impact because you have these other areas that really throw you off, like your Friday night girls nights when you tend to have a bottle of wine and three slices of pizza. We have to identify where we have room to make an impact because remember, 80% or more of your results are going to come from 20% or less of your efforts. So we have to find what that 20% is for you. Let's say, for example, that your biggest threat is that you work late and so you don't have time to make a healthy meal in the evening, you're hungry when you leave work, and so you routinely default to pizza or fast food more nights than not, right? Let's just say that's your challenge. If you could change that one habit, that one pattern, that one routine, you would probably see some really significant progress, not just in your body weight, but in your energy levels, in your hunger, in your cravings, if you could just overcome that routine. So in that case, if that was your biggest threat that you work really late and you're starving when you leave work and you don't have time to cook a healthy meal when you get home, I might recommend that two days this week, you are going to take 15 minutes in the morning to put dinner in the crock pot. And there are tons of healthy, delicious, like seriously delicious crockpot recipes. And I'll link to them in the show notes uh, over at primalpotential.com. And they only take 10 or 15 minutes to prep in the morning. In fact, that's what I did this morning. I have a particularly busy day today, and I know that. So instead of feeling totally exhausted at seven o'clock tonight when everything's done and then thinking, oh gosh, I just don't have the time or energy. I knew that today was going to be busy, so I took just 10 minutes this morning to throw a bunch of things in the crock pot, and I will have an insanely delicious dinner that takes no time tonight. So if that was your struggle, I'd say two days this week, two different times, you're going to set aside the 10 minutes in the morning to put your dinner in the crock pot. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and then when you get home, no matter what time you get home, no matter how crazy your day was, dinner is ready and it's healthy. And then you would keep practicing that until it felt effortless. Listen, you might not nail it the first time, right? But you might. And then when it feels effortless, we would move on. What you might find is that you love these recipes and it's actually better tasting and more enjoyable than the stuff you were bringing home on your way home from work. You might find that it's a lot easier than you thought and you can do this a few nights a week instead of two. You might notice that you feel so much better in the morning when you haven't stuffed yourself silly with fried foods or fat and chemicals that it would spur on your motivation to do more meal prep. And that leads us to the second point, right? The first one was taking the time to do the work and know what is meaningful, where you're going to get the most results, right? The second thing is do not move on until you're ready. 
resist the urge to tackle the universe in one fell swoop. Listen, you need to practice this new habit, whatever your one thing is that you've picked, until it feels really comfortable and effortless. If it takes you three weeks, awesome, it takes you three weeks. Depending on what your one thing is, you might lose weight while you practice, and you might not. That's not the point. I know that's frustrating, but that is not the point. Who cares if you work on this for three weeks and you don't lose weight? What you're doing is building a lasting foundation so that six months from now, you're actively transforming your entire lifestyle and fat loss is becoming so effortless that it feels easy. And get this, it feels good. Every single time I talk to my clients, I say, do you feel like you're on a diet? If they say yes, we've got to change something major. They almost always say no because you don't want to be making it so hard that you feel miserable, that it feels challenging, that it feels impossible, that it feels like you can't enjoy your life. You're building a lasting foundation. You are actively transforming your life one step at a time so that fat loss becomes effortless and feels easy and feels natural and feels great, makes you happy. It's something you enjoy. You're eating food you love and your body's changing. This is how we go from dieting to permanent lifestyle change, to a permanent lifestyle of healthy habits that lead us to hormonal balance and sustainable fat loss. If your strategy doesn't work, let's say you pick your one thing and it doesn't work, don't get frustrated. Ask yourself why it doesn't work. Let's say you set this goal of doing two mornings, uh, setting up food in the crock pot, and then you fail. It doesn't work. You don't do it. Neither day. Don't be like, oh, I'm a failure. Ask yourself why. Why was it that you didn't execute, right? You hit snooze so many times that you were racing out the door or you didn't prepare and get the groceries that you needed? Or was it just not a good strategy? It didn't fit within your lifestyle. Ask yourself what you can do to make a change. Can you tweak this one thing so that it does work for you? Or do you need to try something else altogether? You'll mess up a few times, even a few dozen times, but that's okay. That's part of the process. Expect it, embrace it. And most importantly, keep practicing. Be consistent with your one thing. Then when it feels effortless, when it feels easy, you'll know, like I'm in the groove. This is, this is good. I like this. It's working. It's comfortable. Then you go back and you revisit the same process. Go back to your SWOT analysis, your analysis of your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Has it changed? What is holding you back? Is it still the same things and you just need to take a second approach to support that first change that you made? What do you need to do? What are those things that are holding you back? What are those things that are derailing you? Don't identify three things to tackle. Just pick one. Pick one and go through the same thing. Commit to it. Practice, practice, practice until it feels natural, until it feels like it's second nature, until it becomes effortless and part of your routine. So you're not thinking about it. You're not exerting a ton of effort to make it happen. And then you can move on. And before you know it, you will have a handful of new behaviors that feel natural and easy that you'll be able to and want to maintain for the rest of your life. And before you know it, you'll have overcome your biggest obstacles. And sure, there will be other obstacles. That's part of life. That happens. You use the process to rework your habits 
until you have a process that works for you, that gets you on this healthy path and helps you reach your goals. Stick with the process, but do not try to do too much. Realize that that hasn't worked for you for weight loss. It hasn't worked for you in other areas of your life and keep it very simple. Keep it very simple. I mean, I'm seriously begging you, please don't go crazy and like trash the pantry and go buy all these foods you've never tried before and go totally guns blazing. Take one thing at a time and make sure that you're going through this process of identifying what the most effective one thing is going to be for you. If you have questions, if you need help, reach out to me. You can find me on the Primal Potential Fat Loss Facebook page. That's probably the quickest and easiest way. You can complete the contact form over on primalpotential.com, or you can comment on the show notes over there, which will have a summary of this episode and different resources for you, as well as some relevant past episodes that you might want to go back and listen to. But reach out to me and let me know how I can help you make this work, because that's what I'm here for. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not just saying that. I truly mean it. And if you are one of those people that has emailed me before, you know I respond and I help because that is what I am called to do. So please don't feel the need to overhaul everything all at once. Take it slow and make it meaningful. And if you haven't, take a second to go over and leave a rating and review of the show in iTunes. Reach out to me, let me know how I can help, and share this with someone you love if you think it could help them too. Thanks, guys, for being here today. And until next time, stay healthy.